trashy pulp novels of the world have anything to offer? Are bestsellers all they're hyped up to be? The Terrible Book Club explores whether or not you really can judge a book by its cover or its ridiculous synopsis. If you've ever seen a book and thought, ugh, who's reading this? We probably are. Episode 74 of the Terrible Book Club. I'm Chris, a changed man, and this is Paris. I am a fucking traumatized woman. This time, we read the big book of fabulous, fun-filled celebrations and holiday crafts by Jim Fobel and Jim Bolich with Virginie Elberts. Oh, we sure... So we read we, it. I was gonna say we? I. So what we actually did was we read it quickly. We paged through each section and chose some crafts to do, and we just finished doing them. And I just want to send this book back to where it came from. I am exhausted. Yeah, Paris. I also am. It's been a road. It's been a road. And we still, we're, we're planning to do a couple more TBC-related things tonight, so boy, oh boy. We're starting this episode at 10.49 p.m. It is a Monday evening. I took tomorrow off of work, thankfully. I work later in the afternoon, so I can sleep in a little bit, but oh. So oh, hey. This, this is going to begin a series of a couple of Terrible Book Club episodes where we're a little bit more live reading certain things there's a couple other books we have coming up that we might record them tonight we might record them a different night depends on how often i fall asleep during this recording (laughs) but uh the next two or three episodes are going to be us actually going through the books somewhat yeah and doing the things in the books um obviously we can't craft in front of you in an audio format but if you're a patron of ours uh a video of our adventures (laughs) in crafting will be up but we'll probably post a picture or two to the tbc instagram yeah and maybe i don't know we might also maybe just post like some outtakes on youtube for everyone to see or something just so some people get a little bit. We'll see. We'll so see how it goes. Prepare, it's up to... prepare yourselves <laughs> yeah. for a couple of loose, easygoing TBC uh, episodes full of um, sleepy jokes and off-the-cuff readings. Um, if this is your first time listening to the show, for some reason, if you're hopping in this Christmas season, what we do here at Terrible Book Club is read books that we assume might be bad based on their cover, title, summary, or any other thing that really just makes us feel that feeling that we've been developing for so long now um usually so that means we are reading books we would not read under usual circumstances sometimes this results in a delightful surprise something we really enjoy i thought this would perhaps be my step into the world of crafting uh my partner's kind of into some of that stuff and oh you had hopes for this book chris i had a little bit what's wrong with you don't have hope 
I mean, <laughs> I haven't beaten all the hope okay, out of you okay. yet. So it's it's a craft book. I, we don't have to read a summary here. It's a book of holiday themed crafts, and they the, their choice of holidays sometimes is kind of weird. Oh yeah, so I have a theory about this. All right, so we should Let's probably just, yeah, just go into it right now. Also, Chris, great job doing the uh, explaining what we do section. You actually kind of got through that copy without fucking it up. I didn't read a word for word. I'll tell you that. I know, but no, that was good. Sometimes reading copy isn't about reading it word for word. It's just about getting the gist. Anyway. So, this book is, yeah, like Chris said, this book is odd. Uh, so, it's it's from 1978. And um, I, I don't know if maybe this is just something with older books. But, I mean, I have I have books from the 70s and 60s and 80s. And, you know, at home, I, I collect old books. All so. the hits. <laughs> the book. What Not if silly. libraries had, like, ads on the radio like radio stations did? <laughs> oh, We've got all the hits from the 60s, yeah. the 70s. We and then the 1860s and the 1870s. We got your Marquis de Sade from, from Marquis de Sade to To Kill a Mockingbird. We've got all the literary hits. <laughs> so turn into WBOK, where we've got box. Oh, my God. Tons and tons. What do you mean Audible's already a thing? Chris, you didn't know book is the Norwegian word for book, right? It's B-O-K. Book. <laughs> Well, I'm glad all the chickens are so well read. <laughs> anyway, um, the so so anyway, what I was saying is, I have plenty of oh wow, I have all right, sorry, I just saw something in this book, so I have plenty of older books from various decades, and I've never seen an illustration of the authors and their cat <laughs> at the beginning uh, paired with a list of wait. their dead cats over the years. Oh, wait. I was about to say, do you think the cat is Virginie? Oh, <laughs> my God. That's that's it. Because I, I don't think we hear from a Virginie. It's not like they speak as if they're Jim and Jim. It's just no, like you, you recipe just... after recipe or crafting. What, is no, it, in the is beginning... it a recipe if it's a crafting thing? Like if it's paper craft, is it a recipe? I don't think it's a recipe. I think it's just a craft. <laughs> um, but it says the projects in the book were designed by Jim and Jim, except for the food made by the following people. But none of those people are Virginie. So, uh, so the cat is Virginia. Okay. All right. That's my decision. But so anyway, there's this illustration of the both of them. And it's, I mean, we got to post a picture of this. It's a, it's just a little off. It kind of looks like Mark Maron and Peter Dinklage to me. Peter Dinklage? Like, that's a very far off Mark. Let me oh, tell you. yeah. I was like, okay, But the other maybe. guy definitely looks like Mark Maron. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird illustration. Oh, it was drawn by Jim, Jim Boleach, Jim B. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, above this illustration of them and their cat is a list of all their dead cats. Can we please give from a our friendly, for... yeah, from our friendly family of cats over the years? Big cat, <laughs> Duchess, Jake, <laughs> Penelope, Miss hey. Isima. My okay, the one that made me fucking die a few minutes ago, Dorian Gray. Oh, they didn't want that one to go. Sissy, go forth. <laughs> I haven't read wow. these before. Wait, Violet, Iris, Charlie, Christopher, Cleany, Cleany. <laughs> it's K L I N I. Uh, Fritz, Macintosh, and Pippin. Can we? <laughs> I 
why would you start off was, a crap book like big this? Big Cat their first cat, and they didn't know how to name <laughs> cats yet, so they were yeah. like, well, it's a big one. So, so clearly. I guess a big cat until we figure out how to name these things. I, I guess. And then they're really jumping around a whole yeah, lot. Yeah. There's there's a Christopher in there. <laughs> and then there's Dorian Gray. And then Dorian Gray. And oh, then I love Cleany. <laughs> I love Sissy Go Forth. <laughs> yeah, they This is just so weird. Sounds like a David Bowie Elton John mashup character. Yeah, this is so strange. So that is how this book starts, and you're like, okay, this is weird. Um and then as you so as you start reading the book. Like Chris said, the choice of holidays is is kind of odd. So I'll just go ahead and read all the chapters, which are the holidays. So chapter one is New Year's Eve. Then it moves to Chinese New Year, Valentine's Day, Mardi Gras, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, May Day. May, May Day? Day is the first inkling yeah. where <laughs> you're like, is there a what? What can what? you do for and that? Then Midsummer Night. You're also like, wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Uh, patriotic holidays. Luau, Mexican Independence Day, Halloween, Harvest Day, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, and then something called personal holidays. <laughs> I need to take a personal holidays so, off work, yes, actually. So... Um, personal holidays has some of the best... <laughs> weird shit because yeah. like it's, it's their grab bag of all things and the first thing they hit you with <laughs> don't even no 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 not yet not yet not yet oh you want that to be a surprise <laughs> no for no, no we can that's fine yeah so personal holidays chris you want to tell the people what it's the first thing? thing they hit you because you get to that point in the book and you're like what's a personal holiday yeah what like, the hell is that like, like other than your birthday i don't other I don't than know. that or perhaps like you know you need to eat like a couple hours alone for a personal holiday that's so jeez but what they bring out right away is a uh, embroidered, is it stitched it's in? It's a champ's lounging robe. <laughs> like a, like a boxing gonna, champ. Like, yeah, I'm going to read the, the uh, beginning of the chapter. Each chapter has a little blurb. Chapter 17, Personal Holidays. There is never a reason not to celebrate a day. For someone you know is surely having a birthday, getting engaged or married... Having a shower, graduating, Wait, what? celebrating Mother or Father's Day. Having a shower is a personal holiday? <laughs> I'm assuming they mean a, a baby shower oh, or a wedding I thought, shower. I thought they were just a hygiene. Like, oh, they cleaned themselves. Yeah, we that, must celebrate that, with a hand-embroidered shower yeah. cap. Uh, celebrating Mother's or Father's Day. vegetables. <laughs> Moving to a new home, going off on an extended trip... Just completing a major project, retiring or starting a new job. You can't have holidays for their (laughs) going on vacation. Hey, hey Chris, have you ever been to ancient Rome? Guess what? All the holidays. So many holidays. You can't... You can't have a, a party or like a day about we're going on vacation later. Yeah, it's really That's weird. not a thing that people do because we're all, we all have busy lives. Were they less busy in the 70s? I don't know. Did they not um, have podcasts to listen to and therefore they had to celebrate when someone was about to leave? He says, the occasions worthy of gifts are countless. Presents are bought and given, but a unique, one-of-a-kind special gift card or gift wrapping can make that gift a very personal one. Here are many ideas for gifts and gift wrappings that are simple to make and beautiful to receive. You will find that the matching cards, which are suitable for framing, may become treasured mem- mem- mementos of the occasion. Yo, who's out there framing cards they got? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> have you ever met anyone that like framed a greeting card that you got from them from CVS for three forty nine? No, and if they did, I would be so scared. <laughs> this, yeah. like, no one's ever said this to me before. No one's ever said, "Glad you recovered." <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah, like. Good luck in retirement. I'm going to frame this. Like, yeah, so let's get back to a champ's lounging robe. Just the weirdest craft. Um, they want you to take a robe and then, like, stitch paper letter. It's like they make the, the letters champ on the back of the jacket out of paper. Wait, seriously? Which would I you would be crinkly as fuck, right? Like, you Yeah, would... that's... And you couldn't wash it. The letters, <laughs> <laughs> the letters would just melt off, like... Wait, does this really say I'm that? I'm pretty sure that's what it says. Hang on, hang on. Um. Oh no, it says to cut it out from yellow satin. Oh, I'll call me corrected then. You can definitely. No, no, no. It's. I mean, you're not wrong to. I mean, most of the pictures in this book are black and white. There is a section of color photos in the center. There's a couple of segments actually of color photos. Uh, next is pressed flower card and gift pressed. Sorry. Pressed flower, card, and gift wrap. Um, That's a pretty standard craft that I've heard of before. Like, okay, so there's some things in here that, like, are perfectly fine. There's an Irish coffee mousse somewhere no, in there. No, dude, that's not... I'm going to read those ingredients, and I'm going to tell you that it's not fine. It looked all right. It does, but then you read the ingredients, and it's it sounds really gross. There, there was, like, whipped cream and, like, I think some cocoa powder. Nope. Did I misread that one? Yep, I'm going to read these ingredients. One envelope unflavored gelatin. One third cup sugar. Wait. Two tablespoons instant coffee. Two tablespoons cornstarch. Two eggs separated. Three tablespoons Irish whiskey. Five tablespoons sugar and one cup whipping cream. Why gelatin? Why gelatin? Why instant coffee? Like, those two things immediately make me go, nope. Okay, You yeah. can make a mousse without, like, no, just use brewed coffee. An unflavored gelatin. And also, <laughs> why, yeah, why gelatin? I'm pretty sure you can get, like, chocolate gelatin. <laughs> well, all, yeah, so there's no chocolate in this. It's just coffee and booze and sugar and whipped cream, but not a lot of, sh- I mean, five tablespoons, I guess, is a lot, but. Wait, is this for one cup? <laughs> this makes eight servings? Get fucked. That's not a lot at all. Why do I want a quarter teaspoon of Irish whiskey? Fuck you. Eight servings. But also there's coffee grounds in yeah, it. Yeah, and also there's fucking instant coffee. Okay, no. well, so I, I thought there were some things that look cool. That yeah, looked some, at some a glance. Looks good. There was like this like sunrise punch thing that was like a lot of citrus and but then that involved like taking the peel of the orange and then of the other citrus fruits you used and like cutting them all to look like a sunflower which seems like a lot of effort for something that like no one will appreciate yeah like those flowers that we made earlier imagine like going through all this effort and like presenting this as the centerpiece in your thing and someone goes like oh Nice punch. And, like, just yeah. no one says anything about, like, the yeah. beautifully cut flowers you did with your cat watching the whole time. Because they probably will never notice. But, um, yeah, some some of these seem fine. But then, yeah, some of them, it's like, wh- I just don't understand. Yeah, like, can't you use your time more wisely on something else? I Look, crafting is a perfectly reasonable. <laughs> no, that's no, not, no. That's not a great way to put it. And you, <clears throat> some people make beautiful things. 
with their crafting skills. Sure, sure. No, but these just seem... Beautiful, unique objects. These seem weird. <laughs> and, but, like, I... And I guess, especially when there's, like, a lot of skill that goes into it, that's cool, but... Why would anyone make a cauliflower and eggplant sheep like we had to, Paris? <laughs> you know, Chris, why did we make the cauliflower and eggplant sheep? Because that was the one thing that I couldn't understand why it would be done in the way it's done. <laughs> it makes no sense. And then no one gets to eat any of it. It's just this weird thing. No, you're supposed to eat it. But it's touching the styrofoam. <laughs> It's for the shrimp tree, Chris, it's 1976. For the shrimp tree, they were like wrap it in plastic so the shrimp doesn't touch the styrofoam. Not so with the cauliflower. I don't sheet. know. Maybe they're thinking the vegetables won't absorb the styrofoam like the drippy shrimp will. Okay. No, I, no one should be eating the styrofoam. You're right about this. But, the styrofoam is also unnecessary for the cauliflower sheep. I'd rather like, and then you're just getting like these weirdly cut bits with toothpicks in them anyway. <laughs> I would rather just have, like, a, a vegetable ratatouille or whatever made out of the same ingredients. Maybe not Ugh. the same ingredients. <laughs> yeah, we... Okay, we made a... Um, Let's get into how this affected our lives. Well, no, no. I kind of... No, I want to talk about my theory about this book. So, you're like, all right, some of these holiday choices seem odd. And then I read the beginning of the Easter section, and I was like, oh, I think I know what's going on here. So... Let me read the beginning of the Easter section. You might have gotten some clues from the table of contents earlier (laughs) as to what this theory could be, because there's a couple inclusions there that might make an eyebrow raise, or if you know what you're looking for. Yeah. Chapter 6, Easter. The Easter legend is very close to the Christian religion, yet many parts of it are even older. The ancient pagan rites of spring and the growing season, of sowing seed, of planting crops, and of newborn animals rising on wobbly legs in the fields. The pagan goddess Yoster is linked to all these customs ritualized by the eastern Mediterranean, all of which are part of our heritage, no matter what our national backgrounds. Some of these customs are now incorporated into our own family traditions. (laughs) And it just goes on like this, and I think these dudes are just trying to convince housewives to do some pagan shit. And I am into that. That's fine. Just two, like, druids making sheep cauliflower sculptures somehow. Yeah. Did we just do, like, a druid spell or something? Like, we're, <laughs> no. we're going to draw the sheep to us for good wool harvest now? <laughs> Except it's going to be all, all the really weird sheep. <laughs> no, we, we didn't summon anything to us but evil spirits, Chris. <laughs> Shrimp tree could only summon something oh. <laughs> unknowable and of. Uh, Wait, did we t- even t- yeah, so we made a shrimp and olive tree. That was the <laughs> other thing we did, and it looks like a Lovecraftian nightmare. Much like you'd expect a tree shaped like shaped with olives and shrimps. To- <laughs> It, so yeah, maybe that was the ulterior motive to this book because that and like Midsummer Night and like May Day, May Day Harvest Day, even a little yeah, bit, not like, really all the way, but like yeah, no, all that. So it's just these inclusions are really strange. Yeah, and I just I just feel like these dudes are trying, you know, trying to you know just slide in a little little pay <laughs> stuff in there, and that's that's cool with me. That's fine with me. You know, put on a long dress with a pointy hat, see how it feels. <laughs> yeah. No one of the, one go of the... out at night and like maybe hop on a broom (laughs) no one of the crafts is like okay so you know uh we're gonna you know we're just gonna (laughs) (laughs) chris i think this book broke me 
<laughs> I can't form sentences. <laughs> you had this idea going, and you just lost all steam in the middle of it. I can't stop laughing while I'm thinking about it. Oh my god. Oh, anyway. Just no, go just, down never mind. to the store, get a black cat and a pointy hat and a broom. No. Try them all on. Do some of the crafts in here. You'll have so much fun. And then draw a pentagram on the floor. Do a couple of these runes around it, maybe with some nice silk or maybe even satin. Or maybe you can even just use a couple orange peels you have lying around. Um, and then uh, find an innocent person and <laughs> put them in the center of the pentagram. Personal holiday craft. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, we'll let you figure it out from there. No, yeah, so just some of the crafts are so weird. Um, Demon mask, which we gave up on. We, I, it was, we gotta do so many of these episodes. It's already so late. I can't. Um, like, frozen pineapple sticks is weird because you don't actually... It's a popsicle, right? Well, no, you, you. it looks like you don't even uh, take the skin off. <laughs> just pointy <laughs> stitches. Yeah, like what? These danger popsicles will have your kids saying, ow. <laughs> Mommy, why'd you give this to me? <laughs> because I hate you. Um, <laughs> they're frozen like popsicles. But they're painful. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach you not to have so many sweets. Yep. That's how they did it in the 70s before laws were. <laughs> yeah, before child. If you knew this, but before 1970, there were no laws. You can make any kind of crafts you wanted. Like, some of the crafts in here are, like, an umbrella. <laughs> Big butterflies. One of them, though, is, like, enormous, intricate dragon head cake. Oh, yeah. For yeah. Chinese New Year, which yes. is, like, multi-layered it, with many decorations. It looks so... It looks awesome, but it looks so hard. Like, but some of these crafts look so shitty. I don't... Like, the, <laughs> like the, it's so strange. The dragon head cake, I, that takes, like, a week to do, right, Paris? That can't be anything. No, more. not a week. I mean, it takes a lot of work it to get looks, all the, de- for, the I think for me right. personally, it would take three years of my life to fully construct that dragon cake. <laughs> and I would change as a person multiple times through it, much like just doing the, the simple crafts. Well, not that simple, actually. All right, listen to this pagan shit. <laughs> Mayday, Chapter 7. Mayday, and of course... The month of May itself derives its name from the goddess Maya. Related to ancient Roman customs, May Day is one of the numerous rites of spring. And there is nothing more spring-like than the first warm days of the year with the faint smell of green leaves, grass, and warm earth. The occasion calls for a party that recognizes May, and spring in general, for what it is. A fickle season of green things growing and surprise rain showers. The wooden frog planter, with its splashy green and tan spots, is a perfect holder for a lushly growing fern, a portent of summer days to come. And for protection from those random cloudbursts, try our sky-blue umbrella covered with white raindrops. 100% druids. Yeah, I really believe that these dudes are trying to sneak in some pagan shit. Which I'm great. actually kind of okay with. No, I, yeah, like, it's, yeah, I think so we both are. it's just... Is it's just it, it's just strange to find something like this. Paris, do we do we just not like crafting enough to appreciate this? Like, yeah, I I do not. I think I don't like crafting. I don't think thing. this is the hobby for me. Like, I I make wiggly air, 
decently, but I, I can't make like a physical object like this. I, as, and I don't want to denigrate anyone that does like crafting. Of course, like if this is how you like to spend oh, your time. Oh, no, that's fine. I'm just terrible. Like we're both terrible at it. Yeah, same. Like I, I also make wiggly air pretty good. We're talking about music. That's the joke. I don't have the patience to cut out a perfect flower out of a turnip. Well, I also oh. think your vision might play a part in this. <laughs> that could be. Like, a... like I think you're just like, this sucks for me. Why do I want to do this? And I totally agree with you. That might be part of it. And that's probably why I lean towards the sound-based arts more than anything well, else. Well, I'm also bad at crafting. Like, I can't draw. I can't make things with my hands. Like, I... Mm, I'm not even very good at cooking. Like, it's... Uh, eh. No. We'd be uh, the last person you pick on the Apocalypse team. No, you, that's not true. That's not true. Why is that? Bards? Well, I mean, we provide entertainment. And also, like, <laughs> I can, you know... I, I don't mind being outside. Like, I can handle that. I guess that's a plus. I can't, so... Yeah, like, I can, I can climb some rocks for you. You know, that's the thing. There you go. All right, well, let's continue talking about, I guess, uh, whatever else is in this pagan oh, uh, yeah, spell book like, of this weird, yeah. otherworldly summoning. Uh, dude, that shrimp tree definitely is is an emissary of Cthulhu. It's I harbinger. guess we should start talking about Our what, what happened to us God. through this book. Oh, these weird... Wait, oven-baked clay jewelry. Those look like shit. <laughs> like, don't do that. That's a children's project. <clears throat> Jack-o'-lanterns, okay? That's normal. The classic. Everyone... Can do a lolly bugs. That sounds cute. See, like there's some things in here that are oh, fine. Oh, these are wait, are these? Oh, these are actually lollipops. They look horrible though. <laughs> God, um, everything looks very seventies. Let's put it that way. Harvest day. It looks like everything should have like a very thick bowl cut or something. There, okay, for harvest day, you can make a corn husk doll, which definitely isn't some kind of spell effigy. It really does look like that's what the intended function would be for that kind of a thing. Um, wooden produce truck centerpiece. What? <laughs> Why? Why is this a thing that you would do? Say thank you to all them truckers bringing your onions I to mean, the table. I, I mean, mean, they yeah. do valuable work. Like, I agree, but what? Like, who is <laughs> who is having this in there? Who's doing this in their house? I don't... Yeah, I, I can't abide by a lot of food-based centerpieces that are eventually just going to rot. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, something that I really hated about this is how wasteful it was, because... The recipes say, you know, you're supposed to eat the shrimp and olive tree or you're supposed to eat the cauliflower and eggplant lamb. But in reality, like Chris pointed out, they're all touching styrofoam and they're covered in styrofoam dust. You don't want to be eating that. And also the tooth. Well, we could talk about our lack of toothpicks, but yeah, it just doesn't seem like something you'd want to eat. Okay. Yeah. Um. Do we have any more crafting commentary? Um, embroidering the first Thanksgiving. The whole thing? Yeah, whole thing. <laughs> From start to finish? Yep. Like a film reel, but embroidered? Yes. That's the level of crafting intensity <laughs> that Jim and Jim bring to this thing. Like this actually we picked up like the most intense like motherfucker crafting book that yeah, there ever was. It... They're like, you wanna do some crafts? 
Oh, oh I'm sorry, Canon. Did you want to do some crafting? <laughs> Welcome to my fucking druid ritual crafting <laughs> kingdom, Karen. Oh. It's Jim and Jim's crafting masterclass and gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? Virginie can do it all, and she's a cat. <laughs> Don't ask about how Big Cat and Christopher washed out. That's why they're not with us anymore. Oh, shit. Dude, they're so pagan. <laughs> this is hilarious. <sighs> the whole Christmas section is, like, about other countries and, and how different it is. And <sighs> it's hilarious. I don't know. So, yeah, this book is just, I mean, it's also, it's older, right? I mean, this came out in the late 70s, so. I think that's a perfect segue into our the beginning of our commentary of. Um, oh, the shrimp tree. Of the crafting that we did. Um, because there's a lot, we had to procure materials to do the crafting for this. Yeah. Um, and we decided to do a shrimp and olive Christmas tree, which included like a foam cone base and some other stuff. Um, the cauliflower sheep, which was also made truthfully of more than cauliflower. There was some eggplant in there, some radishes, uh, a turnip and some carrots and eggplant. I don't I forget if I said that already, uh, were involved. And so this resulted in Paris and I trying to split duties of procuring materials <laughs> and Paris getting this stuff took so much time <laughs> Out of my life. <laughs> yeah, I know. And resulted know. in, like, some stressful moments. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, like, doing this was also a huge fucking pain in the ass. Like, all right, This was Chris... nothing but a pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't. Well, I mean, this just follows the tradition of the Terrible Book Club, right? We chose something we thought would be terrible, and it was it was so terrible that the terribleness went beyond the crafting and reading itself. I went to three different stores looking for vegetables. So, okay, now, so. mind you, I'm not like a, 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 a great, vegetable eater. Great vet. No, I eat vegetables. I only eat a few of them that I know <laughs> I can use and are pretty easy to find in the grocery store. Onions, peppers, broccoli, sugar snap peas, carrots, lettuce, cucumbers. Tomatoes. Tomatoes here and there. Yeah. Maybe a potato here or there. Broccoli. From, yeah. Stuff like that. I've never bought a turnip in my life. I've never bought a radish in my life. I've eaten eggplant. I like an eggplant. I just have never bought a regular eggplant off of the eggplant vine. Right. Wherever they so, they come from. Well, right. So, but I'm, so I typically, I, there are two grocery stores I go to normally. One is Whole Foods because it's near my practice space. So it's easy for me to go there on practice days. And the other is a local place called Neighborhood Produce um, because I like to support the local place and it's it's cool. Um, and Neighborhood Produce is really small and they don't have like, like sometimes you'll walk in there and they have pomegranates and you're like, oh, great. But most of the time it's, you know, more kind of pedestrian fruits and vegetables. But at Whole Foods, they have like radishes and eggplants and all that shit all the time. So when you were like, oh, I got to pick this stuff up. I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. And then... So first I had the brilliant idea of going to Target, which might not, in in retrospect, because I thought I could get all the stuff, all the crafting materials and, like, cones and construction paper, which were on Target's website, as you had <laughs> told me. And I just decided to go there because it's pretty close to me, um, easy to get to. 
So I go start looking through there, and I there's not one of the fucking... Vet. I, I got some of the cauliflowers there, mm-hmm. and that's about it. But they didn't even have a head of cauliflower. They just had, like, weird bags of Yeah, of, like, cauliflower florets. Ca- yeah. cauliflower florets. No eggplant, no radishes, no turnip. That's on me. Who's going to Target to yep. buy a turnip? Exactly. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, me. You... <laughs> it was me who did this because I was a stupid man. When... Stupid idiot boy who doesn't know where vegetables go. When... Not in Target. When you told me you were... Because you... When you were like, I'm going to go to Target, I was like, oh, yeah, I can get all the craftings up there. And then when you were like, Paris, I can't find the turnips or the radishes. I was like, Chris, it's a Target. It's not going to have those things. Like, I just didn't even think I would have to tell you not to do that. <laughs> I underestimated how regularly, regularly people get eggplants and radishes and stuff yeah. like that. So anyway, um, that was, you know, one misstep. I grabbed a few things and right. I, I went home. I was a little annoyed, but it was my own fault for <laughs> assuming that I could find a radish at Target. <laughs> I love radish. I, I was almost about to ask a Target employee and I saved myself that embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, they would have been like, what's a radish? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What do you want? <laughs> what are you going to do to me? Did you just threaten me? <laughs> anyway, so like the next day. Uh, before I went to dinner with my partner and her parents in the same like area as the grocery store I went to, which was a stop and shop, um, I, I I got there like twenty five minutes early. To, Sorry, I'm just dinner. laughing because I'm recalling our text messages back and forth. And I was like, okay, I'll walk into the produce section at stop and shop, and I'll get these veggies. <laughs> Where you know? I, yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, you're going to stop a job. This should be fine. It should be okay. I spend the next 25 <laughs> minutes in the produce section looking for radishes and eggplants and turnips. I walk out of the stop and shop late to dinner with my partner and her parents. They were paying for dinner, by the way. Very nice people. Um, and they let their daughter date an idiot that can't find eggplants and radishes and takes 25 minutes to find one turnip and gets in line at a stop and shop where there's a bunch of people trying to unload all their groceries because I can't go to the self-checkout thing because I don't know the code for a turnip. And I, don't, I thought I would be quicker to go look and go into the regular aisle where the person could do it for me. Oh, no. And so I had to ask someone if I could cut in front of them, Paris. To buy a single turnip. Because I was like, I'm late for this dinner. Excuse me, sir. I'm buying this one t- 64 cent turnip. Oh, God. I didn't know these details. Oh, um, I knew you bought a turnip and I knew you were late to the dinner. But I. The gentleman uh, was very nice. He was like, of course, you only have one. You have one vegetable. I don't know what situation you brought you here that you needed to get this one vegetable, but you also need to leave quickly with the vegetable. This turnip is the only thing that can save my wife. And then I had to sit down and explain to my girlfriend's parents why I'm late because I bought one turnip. So they know, like they knew about Terrible Book Club before, <coughs> but now they extra know about it, and know. I'm wondering if they're gonna listen to this episode. I really hope. They Hello, don't. Jerry and Sharon. I'm sorry that you, <laughs> this is who your daughter decided to date. I suppose. <laughs> oh. Anyway, 
that's my story of finding the one turnip, and then today, <laughs> the one true turnip. The, the, yeah, the today, the like the day of our doing these crafts, I went to, into a Roche Brothers because I was running a bunch of errands today. And Roche Brothers, hey, they got eggplants, they got radishes, they got all that good stuff. Yeah, th- this is what this is what mystified me because when I go to Whole Foods, they have all of that stuff all the time. Like, I've never had trouble. Stop and shop, I guess, is like no one's buying radishes. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I like radishes. It was all they had plenty of onions and peppers and a lot of other like weird veggies, a lot of Mexican vegetables too, which I thought was interesting. I almost bought a couple of them. What did they have? Uh, don't ask me to repeat the words. Oh, I just know that they okay. were no. Mexican because it said Mexican vegetable name. Oh no, okay. Um, yeah, I like, um, I like Whole Foods because they actually have plantains and like you can never get plantains at Stop and Shop or anywhere else. And I like plantains. Anyway. All right. The point I was trying to make with all this, Paris, (laughs) is that never has a terrible book club book so penetrated my real life and affected me. Oh, yeah. And then... Oh, and then my side of this yes. is me being like, why can't Chris find these vegetables? And also, why can't Chris find these items? There was and one then, item that yeah, we shared, yeah, so I'll let you... Yeah, so, you know, he's like, God damn it. He's like, I'm just dying because I'm remembering the text messages he was sending me about having the one turnip. I don't even remember where I was or what I, I think I was... Was I at work? I don't know. And... Um, I'm like, and he's like, Paris, look, I really, I need you to get the rest of the crafting stuff. And I was like, God damn it. I don't have time. Cause I, I just have a, like a really busy, like six days lined up. And I was like, fuck, I don't have any time to do this. And I was like, wait, no, on my way home, I can, st- I can walk a different way to walk by a Michael's and I can stop in there and get the art, like the crafting supplies, like the construction paper and, you know, the elastic thread and brown paper and glue and a stapler and all that stuff so i've never been in this michaels before because why do i ever need to go to a craft store i walk in and it's it seems to be all fine art stuff it's all like canvases and professional paint and i'm like (laughs) i'm here to get materials for a demon mask i was like i was like well because there's a sign that said um paper or it there was a sign that mentioned paper and i was like oh that must be where this stuff is but then i realized it's like high quality drawing paper i'm like this isn't right what the fuck and i was just confused because i didn't even know michael's carried high-end painting supplies so then i i'm like all right this isn't right so then i I walk a little further and I realize there's a whole lower section to the store with all the more like regular people crafted. I'm sweating. Oh, you plebes can yeah. get down here. Yeah, I'm I'm sweating because I'm in a rush because I left work, came here to do this, then I had to go home, immediately drop off my stuff, shower, change, and eat something, and then go to a show in another city. And I was leaving with, you know, people in my house, so I was like, I don't really have time. So I'm sweating, walking around the store, I have my backpack, I have my coat on, I'm fucking, I must look insane, because I don't know where I'm going, so I keep walking up and down the same aisles, and wandering around. There's a bunch of toys in Michael's, turns out, in a craft (laughs) store, so there are a bunch of small children and their parents looking at me, 
like I'm weird because I was, <laughs> so I can't really like, well deserved. fault them. Well, because like I said, I kept getting like stuck because I couldn't find things. Like God, this why? is me in the produce yeah. section at Stop yeah. and Shop, literally going back and forth, going where's the egg, where yeah. eggplant? I know. So I all I needed was I needed construction paper. Or I needed a a small poster board, uh, glue, an exacto knife. Uh, brown wrapping paper, uh, thread, styrofoam, elastic, elastic thread, tone. styrofoam, and toothpicks. So I'm like, all right, this is a bunch of dumb shit that should be in like the kids' crafting section, right? I go to the kids' crafting section. I find the exacto knife, the glue, the construction paper, the brown paper. I'm like, all right, sweet. Where's everything else? I proceed to walk around like an asshole for like half an hour because I cannot figure out where anything is. I find the styrofoam section in the floral arranging section, but there are so many different sizes of everything, and I don't know what size I need to get, so I'm like, shit, do I skew small or large? But I skewed small, which was the right decision, because if I had gotten an 18-inch cone for the shrimp tree... We would still be... It would still be shrimping. Fucking toothpicking shrimps <laughs> into a... I'm sorry, wooden doweling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so... So I got a, a like a seven or eight inch, seven inch, six inch. I don't know. It's very small. I don't know anymore. <laughs> and a cube that Chris needed. And so then I'm, I'm like trying to juggle these styrofoam things while I'm sweating and holding construction paper and like <laughs> desperately looking for elastic thread and toothpicks because the last two things I need. I'm like, ah, oh, yes, elastic thread. Thread is with the thread in the sewing <laughs> section. But I go to the sewing section and there's, it's not there. And I'm, oh, I was just like, why is this not here? I don't understand. So then I go to the clothing apparel craft section. I'm like, okay, maybe it's here. Nope, still not there. Finally, I give up and I just start walking up and down aisles because I'm like, where the fuck would where would this be? It has to be here. I'm in a fucking craft store. This is all this place is for. They have to have elastic thread somewhere. Finally, I come across it in the beading section? Uh, sure. For a second, I thought they said, you said the beading no, section. No, no, beading. Like <laughs> the, be, uh... the spot where you stand in Michael's long enough, <laughs> three men descend upon you. <laughs> yeah, and where Krampus comes and... <laughs> No, so yeah, it was in the the beading section, like like beadwork. Yeah, yes, I I don't I don't know, but I found it and I was very happy. And then and then I was like, oh, the toothpicks, right? I that's got to be back in the kids craft section. Why didn't I see those earlier when I was in the kids craft section? No one has toothpicks. There's no listen. Toothpicks don't the exist. The toothpicks don't exist as I, this book conceives of them anymore. No, they're not anywhere, Paris. No. If you know where to find wooden toothpicks with the pointy end and a dull end, that you just classic wooden ass toothpick, please inform Paris and I because we spent hours of our lives <laughs> looking for toothpicks in many different stores. Now, when I first thought about this, I was like, oh, I know where I'll go in the Target and in the Stop and Shop. And in the Roche Brothers, even, where they have toothbrushes <laughs> and dental things. Chris, that cracked me up when you texted me that. I was like, you're going to be fucking kidding me. Toothpicks. No. Pa- tooth. Pa- there's a teeth aisle. There's a teeth things aisle. But people don't use them for teeth. That I've seen plenty of people stick a wooden toothpick in their mouth. Yeah, so 
Michael's didn't have toothpicks. Chris couldn't find them anywhere. Turns out they are in Target, but in like the paper goods section near the paper plates is what we were told finally by an expert in the field of <laughs> of toothpickery. Um, no, our fr- our friend works at Target, and she was like, "Guys, it's in the paper products aisle." We were like, "Fuck." Toothpicks, impossible to find. Literally, my roommate, and I knew she was at work when I was looking for stuff, but I did not want yeah, to bother her Yeah, I told you to this. ask her, Chris. I did not want to bother her over this. <laughs> she's like, she's doing tough work over there, and I am not going to, like, pipe in to her work day. <laughs> well, so, because neither of us could find toothpicks, guess what I bought instead? Rainbow wooden dowels is the answer. <laughs> you had your chance to guess there, and there, if Tiny. you guessed rainbow wooden dowels... <laughs> You win some TBC Self-satisfaction. bookmarks. <laughs> oh, no, you're actually giving them something. Yeah. Uh, no, so tiny wooden dowels that are rainbow colored. And they were they were very thin, but they are blunt on both sides. And I went, fuck it. We're just piercing shrimp and olives. This will be fine. We'll just really blunt force trauma them in there. Uh, so what I didn't anticipate was that while we were crafting, rainbow dye was going to leach off the dowels and into everything we put it on and on my hands. Thus almost certainly rendering it inedible. (laughs) Yep, not food safe, I'm guessing. So don't use colored toothpicks or dowels in your food crafts. That's what we learned today. Um, Yeah, this, this this sucked. We spent the last of our budget and went a little over budget for the year because of this. Uh, we've got some video content for the patrons out of it, and we experience like. So Paris, I think I don't know. If, I don't want to say something that will we'll mandate for the rest of the year after this, but it's a suggestion that I'm going. I'm going to try to implement personally for myself. Mm-hmm. You're not to be held to this whatsoever, but you know, we're coming into the year 2020. 2020 vision using our eyes. Oh boy, I'm not great at that, but I think a lot of the books we source come from internet browsing or searches or weird lists we find or even recommendations from listeners or something. I think 2020 is the year I'm going to try to use my own eyes to pick out books from bookshelves for Terrible Book Club. Do some actual cover judging here, and I did that today for a book we might read, but we might not. So I'm not going to talk about it. Did but. you buy it? It's, yeah, it's literally oh, over there. Oh, God. Okay, so we're going to end up fucking reading it. Oh, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I didn't want to walk out of there with just the one book I bought. Why? There's nothing wrong with buying a single book. I don't know. I wanted to do one round of this, like, finding something with my eyes, and this was the thing that jumped out at me. I mean, it is. it does certainly sound terrible, so... I judged a book by its cover. I picked up something I would never normally read. Yep. And I brought it home to read for Terrible Book Club. Yep. yep. Maybe it'll be a good book for once, Paris. Chris, I don't think it's going to be a good book. Maybe. That's the mystery. We'll find out together. We've had what? like in 2020, uh, the year of our eyes. The year of our eyes. In 2020, the year of our eyes. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's a good idea. Um, I work in an area where there are like three bookstores, so I really have no... Don't limit yourself no to excuse. bookstores. Go into that grocery store fiction Ooh. aisle. Dive into that pile. Nah. I mean, okay, then I will. I'll cover that area. You yeah. Know, perhaps I'll, we can I'll, cover more grounds where yeah. you're looking at proper Real. bookstores, and I'm looking at 
stores where books normally aren't or shouldn't be. <laughs> That's good. Stores where if you're buying books there most regularly out of all of your book buying, there, there's probably something. Oh, you know what? You know what else? Um, I also walk by a couple of little free libraries, which are those little tiny like birdhouse looking things that people just put books in that you can take for free. I'm going to start looking in those and seeing what's in there because I... I, you know, sometimes I look briefly as I walk by, but nothing's ever really caught my eye. But I want to start looking a little harder. I think that should be the model for the next year. It doesn't have to be the thing we stick to all the time, but I'm going to try to do. That's my New Year's TBC resolution. Oh wow, you got a TBC? Re- wow, look at Jesus! You didn't even tell me you're going to do this. Now I look like an asshole. I don't no, have you don't a have to. This is just from. I'm doing a couple of personal growth things the next year, and a lot of them involve being more present and mindful about certain things. This is my way of doing it for this podcast that we've been doing for so long and it's so i'm so tired i know i'm so tired we still have to do one more after at least one more after this okay well um i don't have much else to say about this you'll probably you might hear some audio of our crafting experience cut in with this um patrons can will definitely be seeing some of that oh uh, yeah it's not like it's super i didn't buy any lights or nothing guys so no get yeah. prepared for like oh. yellow fluorescent kitchen lighting. <laughs> yeah it's not great it's we not had gonna to help we had to do it um at night so it's winter time in, where we live in this hemisphere so it's dark at like four o'clock and um yeah unfortunately and not not the best video footage but it is hilarious, that I can tell you, because it is just us falling apart while trying to follow the instructions for these crafts. Um, yeah, I will say, I feel like the instructions for the crafts were not written as clearly as they could have been. It was a lot of, like, j- do the thing. Just do the thing. And you're like, what the fuck? I- how do I do Use that? Use the graph me- grid method to enlarge this to scale. Oh, they they explained the grid method at the very beginning of the book, which I wouldn't have thought to look at. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of it is just, like, just do it. Just draw this or just cut this this way. And it's like, ah. So I think you kind of have to have a certain level of skill in handcrafts before you try to attempt anything like this. This was not a beginner's book, I think. No. No. Can we fix it? Is there does it need to be fixed even? I think it's kind of wonderful and beautiful as it is. <laughs> like I think a lot of the crafts suck, but some of them are fine. Some clearer instructions. Yeah. Maybe. Clearer instructions and more imagery. I mean I think it's the seventies, so it's probably less uh Oh, less convenient. Uh, sorry. Um, it was probably harder to take a picture for every step or something. I yeah. don't know. And there were some illustrations, but it was just—I don't know. And just some of the things they were asking you to do seemed really weird. Like the carrot chrysanthemums. Oh my fucking god! I there's who can do this? There were the carrot chrysanthemums that I was supposed to make for the cauliflower lamb display. It was like, okay, take a large carrot, peel it, and then cut off thin slices, like a five inch long thin slices that are as thick as you can get them across, and then cut slits in them, and then entwine them in each other, and make the, and it's just, it was, I don't know how you get a carrot slice that thin, and cut slits in it, and fucking mingle it with another carrot slice. It was just... 
I gave up. I couldn't do it. I tried. It was it was terrible. Um, I don't know. But the turnip daisies were actually pretty good. Um, but yeah, the the instructions just at some points were not as helpful as they could have been. I feel. Uh, but yeah, we're we all we're also just not good at this. Like neither of us are good at crafts. So yeah, like maybe I don't want to. I might not want to call this an all the way terrible book. No, no. I mean, I think that it's obviously wicked dated, right? You know, yeah. like we're reading something from the late seventies. Finding wooden toothpicks, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's it's just one of those things where it doesn't resonate with us because we're not of that time. And we're also, like, and then layered on top of that, we're not people who do crafts like that, you know? Um, so I think this just isn't for us. I think we're actually the terrible ones in this case. I mean, I certainly wouldn't recommend this book to anybody, though. There's like, gotta I'm, be better crafting yeah, books. Yeah, the for, internet, like... YouTube. <laughs> like, we live in a very different time now. I mean, but even if you were looking for an old-fashioned, like a, like a book crafting book yeah i would i would totally recommend something else i'm sure that we could find something a lot better um yeah all right well so you know celebrate your holidays you craft your little heart's content um but i think we're just not good at this and it is not for us yep (laughs) well but we tried we tried a thing hats off to us for (laughs) patting myself on the back for that hard work we certainly did i can't wait to hear the audio that chris cuts into this episode and i also can't wait for all of you to well for any of you who are patrons at the five dollar level or higher or maybe we'll just do it for all patrons for christmas let's see how for well, you know it is the christmas spirit yeah, perhaps it is the um and winter holiday season before we move into the show closing here paris i would like to personally apologize to you for putting you through a michael's experience that no one should have to go through. Well, I am sorry that you had to go to three grocery stores to buy the one true turnip. <laughs> I guess it was worth it for content. I... No, it wasn't. I, I didn't know. like it. I don't ever want to do that again. No, I don't want to do this ever again. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to thank our patron supporters. We've it is got... time. Oh, oh, wow. Chris is going for it. Dari, Greg, Will, Veronica, D, Jared, Lynn, Sina, Jakub, Torben, aka Duck King, Bobby Blackcat, Ayame, Jensina, Mayo Cat, and Elliot. I just realized we have two cats within our. Wait, we have two cats? Bobby Blackcat and Mayo Cat. Oh, yeah, and we got a Duck King. Ooh. Yeah, we got a. We got a zoo starting here. Terrible Zoo Club. Terrible Zoo Club. Anyway, thank you for supporting our show in this uh, stupid, stupid thing that we do um, and allowing us to almost break even. We're still in the red this year. Yeah, because of the crafting, we didn't make our fucking budget and I'm pissed. I'm so mad. Um, If you want to help support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash terrible book club and join... At the $5 level or higher, you get to see these fabulous video segments. Um, For $1, you can just throw your support behind us to continue to do this thing where we dive into the depths of the shelves, as I will try to do more and more of in this coming year. Uh, Yeah, I mean, and if, uh, you know, if you can't or don't want to support us financially, you can just tell friends about us. You can post us on social media. You can give us a review somewhere. 
uh you know any of those things that's all that's cool um i'm really tired and we have to record a whole other episode or two uh after this it's now 11:43 p.m. <laughs> eastern standard time the next time. one i think will be captivating for our minds enough to keep us true. rolling for a bit it's very true oh yeah i guess just a note uh once again we're like pre-recording a bunch of episodes so so sorry if some things are like weirdly out of sync with time and space i don't know <laughs> we've entered another dimension already <laughs> after those crafts yeah i think i did you know the shrimp tree summoned cthulhu that's so. true we're free from all proper geometries and times yeah and you know, came down and <laughs> took us away all right well take us away Nyarlathep. Goodbye, Harris. Bye, Chris. <laughs> <laughs>